This is the 508 Podcast, a podcast where we're crazy passionate about helping you navigate and excel into your 20s and beyond. Every month, we'll bring you candid conversations from the 508 leadership team about hot topics for those who are striving for growth. Let's listen in for this week's podcast episode. 508, 508. what up? Let's go. I'm with the songbird himself oh, again. Man. Anytime oh, man. I'm around Pastor Josh, I always feel like I have to do the runs, you know? I dare you. Five oh eight. See, yours had the anointing though. Yours had the oil. That was good. That was good. You provoked I it. I can't. I can't. Welcome play with to this the Five Oh Eight Podcast. This man just knows how to do it. But yo, fam, what's good? You're probably like, who are these two buffoons on here? Uh, well, I'm a pastor. So is Pastor Josh. We're pastors at Connect Church in Central Massachusetts. No matter where you're watching from, yeah, we want to say thank you so much for investing this time. Thank you. And I use that word intentionally. Investment. This is an investment into mm-hmm. your faith into your future so we started a series called kingsman and we're talking all about masculinity biblical manhood and we're using jesus as our example and using scriptures to identify 10 traits of kingsman now pastor josh can you define kingsman so people know what we're talking about it's gentlemen that god chooses and uses to influence cultures and communities for the people's good and for god's glory as well And so God chooses. That's right. So that whole statement was intentionally crafted. So God chooses and And uses uses. gentlemen. And so chivalry, come on, fellas, it's not dead. Come on, ladies, help us. Throw it in the comments. I need you to throw this video out there. Chivalry is not dead. It's not dead. We need gentlemen in a culture like this today. Hmm. I know we think that strong masculinity is all about being uh, you know, dominant and authoritative. And that could be that could not be further from the truth. Right. I do think that we need godly, strong leaders yeah. that are gentle and, and have a sensitive spirit. We're gonna get into that in a little bit. That's right. But that God chooses and uses. God chose you and he wants to use you. But God has given a calling to so many men. The question is, are you receiving that calling? So good. have you responded to that calling? Right. And what we want to do is identify and help you influence culture and community. What kind of communities, what kind of culture? Uh, I'm seeing culture as in any environment or atmosphere that you're in. That's right. Uh, I think a godly man, a kingsman, a gentleman will walk into a room and change the temperature. Absolutely. Right yeah, I feel like there's a difference between authority and influence. Authority, mm-hmm. you're given something so people have to listen to you. Because influence, position, yeah. because of position. Influence is people want to listen to That's you. That's right. That's right. People want to hear what you have to say. And so you really want to influence cultures, but also communities, your, right. your, your workplace, your family household, yes. uh, your church, uh, to, to all these different dynamics. Scripture says that you are the salt of the of earth the world. and yeah. the light of the world. That's right. And so what that simply means is you're an influencer. You bring Come on. flavor, you bring light into the darkness. And so all of us have a mandate and a responsibility to lead cultures and communities for God's glory right. and for people's good. We talked about a scripture last week. When I became a man, I put childish things behind me. That's right. And so we want to speak to the hero uh, into all these men. We want to speak to all the heroes here yeah. and speak life into it. But first, we want to identify traits that really are uh, descriptions of who Jesus is. Come on. And so we're going to give you 10. We're going to give you five in this episode and then five in the next episode. And uh, for the amount of time, we got to get started. You ready for this? Absolutely. Let's go. Let's go to work. First trait. Trait number one of Kingsman, people that God chooses and uses to influence cultures, communities, for God's glory and people's good. Number one, the first trait would be this, a seer. Come on. seer. So good. Um, Now, this is an Old Testament term really for prophets. 
Mm. And a seer is essentially a visionary. Right. This is somebody who, hear me on this. This is somebody who sees before they see it. Oh, it's somebody that sees on. it in the spirit before they see it in their life. Right. Uh, as scripture states, you know the scripture, Proverbs 29, 18, where it talks about a man without vision. Speak about that. Talk about that first. Yeah. Second. I think it's super important because the Bible also states that people perish for lack of vision. Absolutely. Another scripture it's says. Off restraint. Or, boom. And, and the Bible also says that um, we walk by faith, not by sight. Mm. So what does it mean to look through the lens of faith instead of simply the lens of sight? It's seen beyond that of what the natural is showcasing. Mm is being able to believe for a specific future, being able yeah. to see the future before it becomes manifested. Oh. And God will never send a person or never send a people or blessing to someone without vision mm. because he knows that if he sends it to someone without vision, it's not going to be stewarded properly. So the question is, do you have vision? Come on. Do you have a vision for your life? Yeah. Do you not just have a vision. Here's where I think people go wrong so often. Come on. Is they have a vision for their career path, but they Ooh. don't have a vision for their family. Oh. They don't have a vision for their kids. They so don't have good. a vision for who they want to become. Wow. Because ultimately it's who before do, meaning mm. uh, you have to get a vision for who you want to become if you want to accomplish the things that God has called you to do. Yeah. And so what what is your vision? Do you have it written down? Habakkuk talks about this. Yes. Write, write it down, down the vision. Make it plain. Yeah. We took 80 leaders and Pastor Josh and I taught this exactly. Mm -hmm. So I have a teaching. Maybe if you want that, throw it in the comments. If you want to hear that teaching on how to know. position For yourself sure. to receive vision. I remember going through that scripture together and you were getting revelation as I was getting revelation. It was so good. I had no voice, but I had vision. Come it was on. good. Yeah, no, I think it's it's important because we, one of the things we mentioned is that you, you mentioned write it down. Why is that important? Because if your vision is only in the, it. it's so only in the imaginative realm, if it's only in your mind, it does not exist yet. If your dream, if your vision is not written down on paper, you have yet to bring it from one invisible realm to the visible. So therefore, it's not going to become feasible if it's not first visible. Oof. I'm about to run around this church. <laughs> it needs to be visible before it becomes feasible. Write oh, it down. Write it so down. Good. It's the power of paper. Oh. You write it down. Make it plain. Put it on tablets, as the scripture says. Mm. And I'm just telling you, when you put that from the imaginative realm, like you said, so put good. it on paper. I'm just saying there is something supernatural that is unlocked. You need vision. How yeah. do you get vision? How would you say that? What would you tell? Yeah. What would you tell our audience? How do they get vision? I think there's a whole myriad of ways, but because I'm looking at it primarily through the biblical sense, I think that the best way to first find vision is get on your knees. Mm. Seek the creator. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the one that made us. The Bible says that before we were in our mother's womb, he knew us and called us my name. Us, yeah. And the Bible also says, I'm bringing Bible a lot in here. I love it. it. The Bible says, um, for I have a plan for you, a plan to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future. So a hope and a future mean there is a vision that God has for your life. But listen, he's not trying to bypass your vision. He wants to use your vision and marry it with his mm -hmm. and show you the, what that concoction can bring up. Yeah, because he designs you a certain way. So that's right. God, I heard one person say, God works through your wants. Oh, so oh my gosh. In your heart, I'm writing that down. Aligned with the design of how he made you. Right now. Uh, his will. Ultimately, our will submits to his will. But you mm. watch that come to place and watch purpose, watch fulfillment, watch fruit come as a result of that. Yeah. Um, you said something that you get two preachers in a room and I'll tell you this. It's dangerous. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you have so many more traits. Oh, my go gosh. Through, do you have vision for your life? A, mm. a visionless man is a dangerous man. Ooh. It is a dangerous man. And listen to, to some of my ladies, because this is just as relevant for ladies. Me as it is for the fellas. 
some of my ladies, if your man does not have a vision, literally the word submission is I get under a man's mission. I get under a man's vision. Wow. And so if you do not have, if you don't have a man that has vision, he is not a man worth following. Come on. That is facts. Remember, facts. So you good. Facts. You need vision. Vision for who you are. Vision for where you're going. Vision for who you're not. Yes. You need a vision for your life, not just your career. You need a vision for your family. You need a vision for your ministry. Do you have vision? And it comes so good. Said, from being on your knees and God gives vision. It doesn't come from a book. It doesn't come from people. Vision comes from the Lord and how he designed you and your desires. And you would mix your design and your desires together, submitted unto God's will. I'm telling you, you have a vision. You, you just can't know who you are until you know who you are not. Absolutely. And vision communicates who you are and what you want to become. Ladies, if you're with a man and you ask him, what's your vision? Not for me. What's your vision for you? If they cannot answer that question, you are dating a blind man. <laughs> and I suggest you run Run. Run quick. One quick. That was fun. You are dating. Let's say that again. You are dating a blind man. Blind man. That is so fire. Okay, number two. Number two. Let's go. Um, we have so much more to say on that point, but you're a seer first and foremost. A trait of a kingsman is a seer. Number two is you're submitted. You're submitted. So good. Every man, if you want authority, here's what our pastor says. Pastor Derek Fry. If you want authority, you have to be under authority. Yes, Lord. So do you have a pastor? Mm. Do you have mentors? Come on. Do you have spiritual fathers? Do you have do you have uh, somebody you are submitted to? Mm. Because all of us have blind spots. That's right. All of us have areas where we need growth. And if you want to be a covering to somebody, you need to be under covering. That's right. I actually just taught this in CLA, our leadership academy at our church. And uh, one of my key thoughts was just, if you're not undercover, you will be under attack. Ooh. And if you want authority, you must be under authority. Yeah. You just recently came unto, under the covering of Connect, Connect. Church. That's right. Under the covering of, of course, Pastor Derek. Yeah. Talk to us about that process because you yeah. talk about spiritual father language and, yeah. and speak to us about that. For sure. I would never make a decision. I have a family of five. I have three beautiful kids. Uh, my wife and I just celebrated our five-year anniversary. I love you, wifey. Um, but I would never move somewhere and uproot my family unless I am willing and know I'm safe to be submitted under that person. Oh. So the whole purpose of submission is to be safe under a specific vision. So and I believe that it's super important. It's crucial even that if you are submitted you start seeing the fruits of being submitted. And I made a decision to come under Connect. One, because it was time for a move. It was time for a transition for myself and my family. But because I knew being under this submission, being submitted under this house was going to reflect itself and show fruit to my house. That's a word. If you submit to a house, you're going to see the fruit in your house. And I've been seeing nothing but fruit ever since. And you left blessed. Absolutely. By your own father. That's right under the now a new covering that's right spiritual father not yep. to say you're not under your father's covering no, absolutely you not. always yeah because we understand the principle of submission that's right and if you want authority i have to say it again if you want authority you have to be, be under authority. it yeah um here's the thought don't tell me who you're over tell me who you're under Ooh. you have to be somebody that is Come on. a godly man is a seer a godly man is also submitted here would mm. be a third trait a godly man is spiritual oh a godly man is spiritual a kingsman is spiritual yeah now i want to unpack this a little bit because i think sometimes we think that um i don't know masculinity uh i don't know i just see a lot of men they don't know how to pray oh. a lot of men don't know how to worship 
Yeah. A lot of men don't know how to plead to God. A lot Come of on. men don't have a personal reflection with their word. They don't Come have on. to study. Kingsmen are spiritual. That's right. Um, one of my coaches said this is spirituality is not magic, it's methods. Meaning you <laughs> have good. spiritual disciplines and habits that you install and instill into your life that literally produce such good fruit for you in your life. Mm. I actually think your spirituality is tied to your success. Yes. And so absolutely. it's not magic, it's methods. Yeah. And I see a lot of men where they try to hustle, work, and grind for themselves. Mm -hmm. And they their whole life and their success of their life, their prosperity of their life, their prosperity of their family is solely tied to their hustle, their work, and their grind. Wow. And they don't submit it to God. You see yeah, this before? Absolutely. And I just think it's I think it's super important to realize that uh, Pops actually says this. Pops is our, our PD. Um, we are humans living in a, we're having a spiritual experience. Yeah, we are, we are spirit beings having a human experience. Spirit beings having a human yeah. experience. So we have to realize that our, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Yeah. Our battle is not against flesh and blood. Mm -hmm but against spiritual principalities. So what does that let us know? Ladies, we should also desire, you should be desiring a man who not just fights for you, but prays for you. Oh, I'm not on. impressed. Hear me, this needs to be your new language, ladies. I'm not impressed if you can fight for me. I'm impressed if you can pray for me. Oh, can you pray for our children? Can you pray on, for bro. our future? And if you are not fluent in prayer, you will never be successful in your actual life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there are many of us who are fit and we prioritize our fitness in the external, but in Internally, our spirit being, our spirit man is anorexic. It's thin. It has no strength to it. Gosh. Yeah, I think we have we have spiritually anorexic men. That's right. And Unfortunately. we need to get back to the holy habits, as we call it. In this yes, show. that's Not right. Not just healthy habits of eating right, exercising, nutrition. Yeah. I think these things have value. As scripture yeah. says, they have some value, but godliness has value. Come on. And so getting established into your word again, understanding how to pray. Yeah. Uh, even Jesus' disciples, he says, teach us how to pray. Teach us. Because we want to pray like that. Yeah. Uh, we want, Ultimately, you want prayer to have, that produces results. And so, mm. spiritual, we got to get back to godly men, kingsmen, yeah. who influence culture and communities for God's glory and people's good. All different sectors of life. We got to get back to our spiritual holy habits and spiritual mm. disciplines because it is so important. Train yourselves unto righteousness. Yes. Hebrews 12 says, uh, what is it, 12, 11. Um, no discipline is pleasant at the time, but later, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness for those mm. who are trained by it. We need to get back to our spiritual discipline. So what does that look okay. like for you? Are you in your word? Are you in regular prayer time? What does your relationship with the Bible look like? Are you are you regularly fasting? Mm. Are you regularly disconnecting from the world and connecting with God? That's you good. need to get a word from heaven. That's good. And especially for your family, especially for your future, especially for your, your everyday life. You need a word from God because he yeah. wants to speak to you. He's Absolutely. always speaking. Yeah. He's always speaking. Yeah. The question is, are you listening? Come on. And so we need people that are seers. Yeah. We need people that are submitted. We need people that are spiritual. We also need people that are sensitive. Yeah. Talk about that. I think that's super important. We need to be sensitive, not just to others, but also ourselves. Sensitive to our emotions, sensitive to our souls. And the thing with sensitivity, I think another word of how I would theme this in regards to sensitivity is emotionally intelligent. Yeah. We need some more emotionally intelligent men because when you're emotionally intelligent, here, hear me, gifts can open the door to a room, but your character, your emotional intelligence will keep you in that That's room. Right. Right. And there are many of us who are depending on our gifts, on our strengths, but our character and our sensitivity is so subpar that we can't stay with influence. We can't stay in rooms. We can't hold relationships because we're not showing sensitivity. Mm. 
the Bible states and talks about many times how God has turned hearts of stone to hearts of flesh. Why does he want hearts of flesh? Because if you have a heart of flesh, in other words, you are sensitive to what he's doing. He can trust you with assignment. Uh Hear me. God will trust you with assignment if he can rely on your sensitivity. If if you're sensitive, if your emotional intelligence is kicking, uh, I I would say this, if it's activating in specific seasons and moments and situations that you can read on someone else you can discern on someone else what they're dealing with and be compassionate have mm. empathy but jesus was a man yes and if we're not when if we're not men of empathy if we're not men of sensitivity and i think and you can say this culture people culture men are kind of negligent they, towards this they area neglect their emotions I, I believe so they, they neglect it to where real men don't cry oh man or um or men don't show emotion the yeah. way you're supposed like I just think we have to learn how to process pain because unaddressed pain is killing your family. Come on. Un- unaddressed pain is killing your life. Unaddressed pain is killing your purpose. We Come need on. to learn how to address our pain, address our emotions. Yeah. We need we need to learn how to manage our emotions and not let our, our emotions manage us. Emotions are great indicators, but they're horrible dictators. I mean, mm. Meaning they're they're leaders. They're That's not, right. They shouldn't be leaders, but they should be servants. They, That's right. they are a gauge of how a man's soul is, as opposed to wow. a, a guide for where I should go. Yeah. If you follow all your passions and you follow all your emotions, you're going to be led into a dark space. Trust yeah, me. yeah. Uh, if I acted on every impulse that I have, or every pain point that I have, or all the anger or frustration that I have, I'd be in a very different place in my life. But we need to learn how to listen to our emotions, right. but not be led by our emotions. Yeah, and I just and I also believe, and this is going to be a hard one here, but I believe there are many assignments that God has looked upon the earth and looked at men and said, you have the gifts for this. You have the, uh, uh, I can trust your skill set, I can trust your anointing, but you just don't have the sensitivity for this uh. assignment. And therefore, he has withheld many assignments, many mantles, many different things and tasks and missions that he's had for men and he had to pull it back and say, I can't give this to you yet wow. because you don't have the compassion necessary to accomplish this specific assignment. Okay. Colossians 3.12 says this, I love it. It says, therefore, catch this, therefore as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with okay. compassion, mm-hmm. humility, patience and kindness. Why does he want us to be clothed in this? Because if we're clothed in that, we'll never be naked in the natural spiritual, we'll never be naked in the emotional, we'll always be clothed in a specific way where we can survive and thrive in every season. Mm, that's so good, bro. It's needed. I think about the entirety of scripture. Yeah. I preached this this one time, I remember this line that came to me. Um, it wasn't Samson, David, Moses, it wasn't their badness, it was their brokenness that led to the downfall of a lot of their lives. Wow. And so just the brokenness inside of them, God had to break them to make them more sensitive to other people's needs, to God's voice. We got to be the kingsmen, our people that are sensitive to others' needs. They're sensitive to your own emotions. So good. Sensitive to God's voice. That's right. Here's the last one for this episode. Yep. Uh, The last one would be this, is strategic. Strategic. Oh, man. Kingsmen are strategic. That's That's right. Yeah. I feel like vision can never stand on its own Mm. vision is something that only has one leg the other leg necessary for vision is strategy hear me i was was mentoring someone uh who was an entrepreneur he came to me we met one-on-one he was mentioning all of his dreams all of his goals all of his vision and i had a smile on my face the whole entire time and it was a big vision it was big i was pretty i was impressed internally by the size of the vision but once he finished i said can i be honest with you he said please that's why i'm here I said, I'm, I'm not impressed. 
And he said, wait, why? What happened? He almost got offended. And I said, because not once have you told me your strategy of how you're going to execute that vision. And many of us, we try so hard to get the vision for our lives, but we don't cultivate strategies to accomplish that vision. And strategies is not the what. Strategies are the how. How are you going to do something specific? And as men, as Kingsmen, we're supposed to have strategy for everything in our lives. We're supposed to have strategy for our, our relationships, strategy for our finances, strategy, strategies for our marriage, strategies for the way that we carry ourselves. For example, I'll give you an example financially. Um, strategically, we have to have an entrepreneurial mindset where we don't serve money, but money serves us as Kingsmen, as men of God. Hear me. This is, you may think this is not biblical, but this is so biblical that you need to do a whole due diligence study on what God says about finances. I believe that every Kingsman don't depend on one stream of income. Mm. What is that? That's called strategy. Mm. Build multiple streams of income. Don't depend on one thing. Don't throw all your eggs in one basket. Um, Sun Tzu uh, in The Art of War talks so much about the importance of strategy. That war in and of itself never won a battle. Strategy has. Strategy will win the war. And I feel like if we're very strategic with our relationships, what circles you're going to leverage, what friends you're going to let inside of your circle, We'll be go. We'll go so much further than we realize if we're strategic with every decision that we make. So powerful. God is. God's strategic. Oof. Like you even look at how He designed the cosmos, the universe, the fact that Come on, Earth Jeff. is uh, enough distance away to where we don't burn, but far enough distance away to where we don't freeze. To you see Him intentionally with as Jesus, where He waited four days for Lazarus's death. Yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. and some people say He was only a mile away. He was only a mile distance from Lazarus's death. And he waited four days. Why did he do that? Because he was being strategic. He was proving a point because the Jewish custom and culture believe that your spirit would literally hover around your body. And after the third day, it would be permanent to where you could never have a resurrection. So he was a mile away. He waited for that exact moment. And he was so strategic. And he waited for the fourth day to say, Lazarus, get up. Come on. Lazarus came up. You see that God is strategic. God is a planner. You need to be a planner. Oh, I love that. Calculated decisions. So good. That is a Kingsman definition right there. Absolutely. It's wise and discerning like that. Oh, so good. And this is the thing. One awesome thing that I realized, and, and I'll close with this too, is that, you know, Dev, it's impossible for me to push you my direction. If the way we're seated right now, you're in front of me, you're across from me. If I were to push you, I can only push you in directions outside of where I currently am. Mm -hmm. The only way I can bring you to where I am is if I pull you. Your friends, you have two options, your circles, your influences, the people you allow inside of your life. That's why you have to be very strategic because they're either going to push you, meaning they can't push you backwards. It's impossible. They can only push you forward. They're either going to push you or pull you pull you to where they are. You have to make a strategic decision to say, I'm going to be intentional with my friendships. I'm going to be intentional with my decision making. I'm going to make calculated decisions. I'm going to filter my decision through counsel. Mm -hmm. And by doing so and being strategic, you're not going to be caught off guard because your strategy was prepared for every contingency plan. So So be strategic. God is strategic. We need to be strategic. In every area, relationships, your investments, your finances, your your spirituality to all these areas of life, you need to be strategic. This episode... This could be an entire episode in and of itself. And maybe that's right. Do a whole, Absolutely. whole podcast on that. But that's five traits, five yep. traits of Kingman, Kingsman that we're highlighting. We have five more. Tune in next Ooh, week. It's going to be good. episode blessed you, send it to a couple people because all my Kingsmen out there, all the men of God out there, gentlemen, yes. 
who God chooses and uses to influence cultures and communities for God's glory and people's good. Listen, we're proud of you. Yeah. Investing in yourself. And stay tuned for next week for episode Let's go. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode from the 508 Podcast. If this episode helped or impacted you in any way, we would love for you to subscribe, leave us a like, rating, or review. If you have something you would like for us to talk about, we'd love for you to send it in through by leaving a comment on our YouTube channel or messaging us on Facebook or Instagram. Last thing, if you enjoy this podcast and want to see what it's like to be at an actual 508 service, we meet the very first Friday of every month and would love to host you. To find out when the next service is, visit our social media pages and search for the 508 or click the link below for all of our YouTube viewers. And until the next time, remember, we don't fear the future, we pioneer it.